Pit Guys. This week's episode is brought to you by Epoxic Enterprises. All right, guys, we are back. We are uh, excited to have another open segment tonight. It's been a while. Man. Yes, it has been. Life gets busy, and then you're like, oh, crap. Well, we, <laughs> we uh, got some awesome interviews at Nationals. Uh, we've talked to some other people, so we kind of went away from our normal show. Plus, like you said, we have been really busy, uh, just life in general. Yeah. No one uh, really told us. I mean, I guess I kind of knew about this, but the off season in racing is really like busier than like the race season. Yeah, I feel like. We've... I yeah, I agree with that because you try. Well, well, not only are you like fixing <clears throat> stuff from the last race and getting stuff ready for the next race, but then there's like new things you want to try. Like, there's so many different, and it's not just all centered on the car. Like. What, you know, like, you got some pit vehicles you want to fiddle around with. Like, what about your, uh, you know, campers, RVs, toters? Like, there's all these facets to racing that are not actual racing that will suck you in. Well, and then you get the problem that we probably all have. It's like, oh, we got three months, man. We'll be good. We'll be good. And And then 15 minutes later, you're like, oh, crap, I got, like, two weeks left. Yeah. (laughs) But then life gets in the way, too, man. We've just been... So busy. Uh, <coughs> a, lot, a lot going on. It, I'm sure you're hearing me cough. That Z- uh, Zach, Zach's got, like, COVID long haul slash walking pneumonia slash Tika virus. I, I, have, uh, <laughs> I have been sick since Oklahoma over a month ago, but I went to the doctor, and uh, she said I just have a cough. She said <laughs> I just needed to suck it up and, just and tough cough. it out. That's what they say. When when doctors don't know something, you're like, oh, it's just it's just a cough. Oh, it's just a tummy ache. And you're like, no, it's not. It's something serious. And then it's it's super annoying. So my theme for today has been annoying. Like, I've been annoyed by everything today. Like, I haven't been sleeping good, so during the daytime, I'm extra cranky because I'm running on a little sleep. And right now, you know, for... I don't know how this works in the private sector, but in the public sector, like public utilities, like we're heading into the weird season from Thanksgiving through the end of December. So there's not a lot of not a lot happening yet. At the same time, you're trying to make sure everything has been done for the year. Well, for us, winter, right? Yeah, and so like for me, it might you know because my job entails a lot of records and paperwork. I have to make sure like. All of this lab stuff has been done. You know, we've, we're working off a new discharge permit at the sewer plant, so I've, I've got like nine million percent more analytes um, that I gotta that I gotta account for. So I'm like, okay, did I do this? Did I did my uh, my have I run enough wet tests? Whole effluent toxicities. Like you're trying to get it all together, but then you're trying to call vendors and get stuff. But the vendors are all like, well, it's holiday month, so we're not really doing any work. And you're like, oh my gosh, please just answer your phone. Dude, I could tell today you were irritated, (laughs) even via just your text messages. (laughs) You were like, short, and it had been a long day. Plus, I think you had a a call out this morning. Yeah, I had a bad wreck on 40 this morning. That was was tough. And then uh, after that, then I had a freaking zoom call-in meeting with the cdphe water quality control division which is who regulates wastewater treatment facilities and that was two hours of asinine frustration on my end because it's it's they're the regulators i mean i'll leave it at that the regulators so and then they're just it just yeah. Well, and then some some jerk <laughs> tells you we're going to record a podcast tonight and forgets where you're going to record it. And then so you... I thought we're recording in Granby where I live because I'm always driving to Winter Park where oh, Zach man. lives, and then he's like, "Oh, I totally forgot." So then I had to scramble to get up here to make it in time for the call, and in the meantime, I'm trying to scramble to get my my Jeep down <clears> to the you know sewer plant inside. Because it's supposed to get below zero tonight, and I still have water <laughs> in my coolant system because Taylor Park this year 
um, I boiled all the water out, had some mechanical problems, and had to refill from a, a local pond, an, a tundra pond. So it's like high alpine water, and if you all know engines, high alpine water and sub-zero temperatures mean freeze plugs come out and other bad things happen so i still have to go back and deal with that so well, i added to your frustrations you you are the number one team player here tonight thank you that made me feel better if, and if my wife <clears throat> is listening see i'm a number one team player it's true now <laughs> now let me propose this theory would it be that bad if your engine froze and the freeze plugs all pushed out i mean you have an ls Ready for a swap, right? <laughs> it's true. So I have an LS ready to go in. Maybe nature could help push you into but finishing. But then I'm forced into like actually doing it, whereas right now I can just think <clears throat> about doing it, and it's a warm, fuzzy thought, and I can still go out and wheel. Like, But if I actually crack my block, now I actually have to work on it. Yeah. But is it that bad? No, not really. And, I mean, and for those of other people that are listening that don't know where we live, we live in the mountains in Colorado. It's mid-November. Uh, we should have at least like a foot of snow on the ground by now. Yeah. Uh, it's cold already. We've been hitting below freezing for over a month. I feel like this <clears> is a, you know, I grew up in the Midwest, and this feels like a lot like a Midwest winter where you don't get a lot of snow, but it's really cold. Yeah, and this is the toughest part of the year for me, transitioning into the cold once i'm used to the cold it's good but man right now it just like feels like you're getting kicked in the crotch by cold and on top of it my body's all confused <clears throat> because my body says hey look it's sunny outside it might be nice there's no snow because snow equals cold and then you go outside and you're like oh nope it's cold and there's no snow man if you guys couldn't tell Man, we've had a heck of a long week. <laughs> it's only Wednesday. Oh my gosh, it's only Wednesday. Oh. Well, so my my happy place <clears throat> is is racing. I go, I watch my racing YouTube videos, and then I have another my my little project. I built an e scooter. I call it Scoot E. Yeah, I saw somebody helped you with that. Yeah, one of my friends came up with Scoot E. It was absolute genius. But basically, I bought this. Chicom scooter off of Amazon. It was like $99. It was like a 20-inch wheel in the front and like a 12-inch wheel in the back. And I got this pile of junk um, front wheel hub, drive hub wheel. I don't know how to say that. Uh, like a wheel hub motor. Yeah, hub motor. Thank you. And that was off eBay, real cheap from China. Um, and I, I put it all together and I got this badass battery and the thing's freaking amazing like i'm driving to and from work my house you know going it up. looks pretty quick it's it actually does <clears throat> all right um if you want to if you want to see kind of what went into it go to my youtube channel doing stuff with hopper it's on there it's over a course of several episodes but i've caught the bug because that's super fun and it's cool cruising along you're just standing there you're going like 20 miles an hour and it's silent and it's awesome so my next project, I've got a like a Sears garden tractor, Montgomery Ward garden tractor from the 70s that I'm going to, I just ordered it today, this badass 4,000 watt, like it's supposed to be equivalent to like a 15 horsepower gas engine, but with like way more torque motor, it's, it's this badass electric motor, and I'm going to put it in this riding mower, and theoretically... The calculations I've done with gear ratios and whatnot, I should be able to get up to 50 miles an hour. Now, we should let people know, you don't actually have a lawn to mow. No. No lawn. I Actually, I do. I do. It's <clears> like a oh, 200 square feet of sod in my backyard around the hot tub. So I can sit in the hot tub and look at part of my yard and feel like I'm a fancy boy. And then the rest of it's just like Hopper's house. Anyway. But you got a couple mowers. That's kind of like you were into collecting mowers there well, for a while. Well, I was into that for a while. It was a, it was a good hobby. <clears throat> and a lot of times I get in these hobbies and I get done with them and I keep them long enough and I cycle back through. I'm like, oh, <laughs> three years ago I was big into riding mowers and <clears throat> I lost interest and I hung on to them and I'm back into it. So if you don't get rid of stuff and you just keep it, it will be there for you and it won't let you down. 
it will always be there to comfort you. I'm no uh, therapist here, but I would say that that would be like a hoarder justifying their disease. It's weird you say that because we'll be watching hoarders on TV and my wife is just giving me sideways glances all night. I'm finally like, what? She's like, you know, this show's about you. (laughs) Whatever. Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you this. We, you were briefly saying, like, you know, you're watching YouTube videos. We're watching race clips. We're watching doing stuff with Hopper. I love the <clears throat> when I'm had a long day, I like to come home, watch a little bit of that. Here's my beef, man. I have uh, Xfinity Internet and cable, yeah, which I love. Uh-huh. Great service, great speed. I just hit the button on my remote control, and I say, YouTube, doing stuff with Hopper, mm. and your show comes up. Or... Uh, you know, uh, Faster with Finnegan. I mm-hmm. like to watch uh, Mike Finnegan's show. And uh, lately, my audio and my video sync have been off by like two to five seconds. Oh, my gosh. And it's super irritating. I, I couldn't handle I it. I can see you talking. No. And I'm hearing like a sentence late. I would, <clears throat> I would lose my shit. And I don't know what to do. I mean, I call Xfinity and they're like, I don't know, you know, we don't know what to tell you. Like. Oh, it's just so frustrating when I want to just, like, relax and watch my YouTube videos. So I have Xfinity as well because <coughs> I live in town like a poor. You know, I don't have a an acreage out in the in the mountains. But uh, I upgraded to, what did I upgrade to, 600 bits or whatever download and 20 upload, and it's supposed to be blazing fast. And I'm like, I'm not getting this. I'm... And, and it was just, I wasn't getting the speeds. So finally, after like fighting with Xfinity forever, I finally got them to send a tech out. And they ended up rewiring all of my exterior wiring because it was all crusty and full of spiders. And <clears throat> now it's awesome. Like, it is so fast. Well, if anybody out there in uh, podcast land works with Xfinity, have them give me a hopper a call because we, we got a couple of beasts. But we'd love to get it straightened out. <clears throat> yeah. That's just another toil on our usual. And you know what? Another week. toil for me has been so I finally made the switch from Android to Oh iPhone. yes, I knew this would be a good topic. Oh, it's been so frustrating I'm because I'm so excited. It I don't understand it. I got this badass phone. It's like the iPhone thirteen Pro Max, whatever, whatever. You talk about being a poor. I still have an iPhone seven, man. Well, you you are a poor. Yeah. Poor. I bet you have pine. <coughs> Your house is probably furnished in pine, you poor peasants. Anyway, um yeah, it is so frustrating to go from like Android to iPhone. However, I will say the airdrop is the most impressive thing ever. Because I do a lot of, like, video stuff and photos, and I'm always, like, archiving things. And with Android, you had to use card readers, and there was all sorts of... You could sort of use Bluetooth, but it was really sucky. Now with this iPhone, it just goes between my laptop and my iPad, and it's easy-peasy, lemon-squeezy, man. Well, I think you just got to be a little patient. Once you, I'm once, getting it. Once you buy into the Apple world, uh, you know, I'm, I've been brainwashed into the Apple world for a long time. You'll... You'll enjoy it. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to start wearing Crocs or Hey Dudes, and, and I mean, you can't really see because it's a podcast, but I'm spout, sprouting a man bun, and I did eat some tofu the other day. Man, if you showed up in Hey Dudes, I would I would die. There is a Subaru in your driveway. I, I parked know, in. I know. That's granted, a, granted, it leaks a quart of oil a freaking week. I mean, you, you talk about my driveway. Let's... It, our week hasn't been all that bad. We have good stuff happen. I got good things going on at home. I I bought a Jeep this weekend. That's true. I mean, I call it a Jeep. I've been told on the internet it's not really a Jeep. But it says Jeep on it. It's a commander, dude. Yeah, I got a Jeep commander Badass. this weekend. Super cheap. Uh, I didn't even know cheap used cars still existed. Yeah. But I found one, and I drove it home, and it doesn't leak oil in my driveway. Unlike uh, the Subaru is currently doing now well you're on my <laughs> wife's side so it's all right but yeah my wife likes the jeep the jeep uh parker my son likes the jeep and it, i think uh, we did the we were adding it up this is uh casey and i's seventh jeep that we've owned uh we've been married uh, a little over 17 years so that's pretty good i feel like yeah. you know it's not 
I'm sure there's people that have had more Jeeps, but it's kind of cool, man. And we got it up on your lift, and we got to tinker with it a little bit. I, it's pretty straight. Everybody I mean, was joking with me about, oh, how long is it going to be till you get a lift kit? And I kept telling them, like, I'm not, I'm not building this Jeep. I'm not modifying whatever. this Jeep. I had it for about 18 hours, and I ordered a lift kit for it because it just doesn't look right. Yeah. Just needs a little bit of help, but... <coughs> yeah, we got that going, and we are getting ready for hammers. We're doing some race prep, so... Man, it's not like our lives are all that bad, right? No. It could no, be worse. I, I <clears throat> complain, I do, but, you know, one of the things I enjoy doing is complaining. It's a hobby of mine. I don't know why, but for some reason, complaining makes me feel better about things. Well, I think uh, something that makes me feel better, man, is this podcast. I don't know that that many people listen. That I know how to look at the data, and I know how many numbers we're getting. But even if only five people listen, it's kind of it like... It feels good to be heard, It's like our it? therapy session yeah. for the week, it right? It feels good to be heard. And you know what else is therapy? The Probably one of the best purchases I've ever made in my whole life. It's oh. been my hot tub. Oh, I knew you were going to go there. Oh, my gosh. I got my hot tub fixed. Isn't it amazing? Oh, my life was changed. The, dude, the best... The best part is, like, you have a long, crusty day, and you're annoyed, and it sucks, and you're just, every joint in your body aches, and you just, and and you get home, and, and I mean, the kids are great, and the wife is great, and you got a good dinner, and that helps, but really, like, you get in that hot tub at the end of the day, and me and the old lady are sitting there looking at the stars, I'm just like, heck yes, life is good. I'm not going to lie, as soon as you leave, I'm going to go sit in my hot tub. Well, I'm going to drive all the way clear back to Granby. Oh, shoot. All the way to Granby, <clears throat> and I'm going to drive my freaking Jeep inside and do a ton of work, and then I'm going to sit in the hot tub. Man, I feel so bad. I would offer to buy you dinner, but I don't know any kind of restaurants that serve tofu. <laughs> so I don't even know where I could buy you well, dinner, man. Well, we could probably ask Siri. Yeah. Now that, yeah, now you have a Siri. <laughs> so, uh, well... That was kind of our open segment. Welcome to our world. Welcome oh, to man. our world. And let me tell you, I I worry about things sometimes. You know, are robots real? I think robots are amongst us. Androids. Aliens. Like, real, live robots. So make sure you're all up on your robot insurance. Old Glory right now is doing a special promotional offer on robot insurance. If you feel really sorry for us... You shouldn't. You should feel real sorry for our wives. <laughs> they uh, they are definitely both saints. Uh, they have to deal with us constantly. Yes. But I, th- they knew what they were signing up for, well, let's be honest. Well, not my wife. I was pretty tricky, pretty sneaky. I mean, like... I drove around in a in a pretty straight 7.3 power stroke, and I kept my... I kept my arctic cat m1000 in the back of it so i felt like a badass you know and like i had this poser look going on and my wife's like oh look at this cool dude i had a beard a big red zz top beard at the time and right about that time was that a beard yeah man i thought you glued that hair on your face it was the chin squirrel it looked kind of like armpit hair so you guys know i can't grow like hair above my lip so i had this like big nice amish beard it was great remember we got to keep this pg i was i don't want <laughs> zach stop getting nervous anyway so i had this great beard and i i, I hoodwinked <clears throat> my wife and then i joined the fire department and you can't have facial hair at the fire department so i went home and i had my buzzer and i buzzed my beard off i'm like oh I haven't used a razor in years. I have no razor. I need to go to this grocery store where my wife was working at the time and buy a razor. So I walk in. I literally thought my, my at the time my girlfriend was going to start crying. Like she saw this weird man baby with this fuzz on his face waddling <laughs> in like looking for razors with like three chins she didn't know about. And all of a sudden... All that illusion of grandeur came crashing down, but I guess I I guess I had done my job already because she's still she's still with me. She married me. It must have been too late. Either that or I tricked her with my fake bank account. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, on that note, yeah. let's. Uh, we got an awesome guest tonight. Uh, we called up Miles Hasselquist from Ultra Four, the, the voice. voice. 
of Ultra 4. Mm-hmm. We've all heard Miles and seen him on the live feed. The dude's a legend. Super awesome dude. Uh, we messaged him and we were like, hey, Miles, we need a guest this week. Uh, will you come on? And he was like, heck yeah, he's all about it. So uh, we're going we're gonna to dial up Miles here. But uh, before we do that, man, we want to give a shout out to our boys over at Hypoxic, our uh, main sponsor of our show and our racing life. These guys yeah. hook us up. So uh, let's hear a little bit from Hypoxic and then we'll, uh, we'll give Miles a call. Hypoxic Enterprises of Laramie, Wyoming was created by two normal guys with a simple goal in mind, to create a more affordable option for everything off-road. Hypoxic started over 15 years ago with a love of Jeeps and rock crawling. While Jeeps were their gateway, the growth of the UTV industry couldn't be ignored, and the racing bug came shortly after. Hypoxic has a true passion for everything off-road, from racing at Ultra Force King of the Hammers to weekend cruises with the family. Whether you're a first-time UTV owner or an experienced racer, Hypoxic Enterprises is here to help you build the machine of your dreams. Ride safe, ride often. Epoxic Enterprises of Laramie, Wyoming. All right, well, here we are. We got Miles on the Zoom. <clears throat> so, Zach and Hoppers, thanks for having me along. Yeah, you bet, man. Uh, technology in 2021, man, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, pretty good stuff. I'm, I'm not a very techie guy, but I'm uh, rolling with it. Yeah, techie enough. So, uh, we... We gave you a shout and uh, touched base with you. You said you'd like to come on. We wanted to have you on, so here we are, ma'am. We, uh, I'm not going to lie. We both kind of had a long week. Uh, yes. And so, like, our <laughs> Hopper just pulled out my notepad, and he was like, oh, are these your notes here for Miles? And I said, no, no, those are my notes from when we talked to Dave. <laughs> <laughs> no worries at all. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, just kind of wing it. That's what I like doing. Yeah, it works. So, uh Man, everybody in the Ultra 4 world like knows you. You're like the voice of Ultra 4, right? I mean, I think that's your official yeah, that, name. That's, that's the title I got, so I'm rolling with it. Well, it's, it's, it sure is fitting because like even when we just started talking, I heard your, I heard your voice. I'm like, heck yes. I mean, it, there's that twinge of excitement. It's racing time. Just hearing yep, this yep. I, I, I definitely get that. It's a, it's, it's a, a good, good thing going. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, that that's how we know you, man. But uh, I, a big part of the reason why I wanted to have you on is we don't know a lot about some of these guests that we have, like in the real world, right? We know you yep. in our race world, but but we want to find out, like, who is Miles? What what does Miles do? And uh, how do we get on TV with Miles? That's the <laughs> other thing we got to figure out. But well, just uh, during a race, if there's a slow time, come up and say hey. And I, I always love having a guest. Uh, host or somebody come chat with because uh, it, it gets old talking for you know 10 12 hours straight by yourself and uh, Pam is a huge help don't get me wrong but it's fun to have a new uh, a new a new guest on from time to time sure well Hopper figured it out at Oklahoma <laughs> we just have to put our pit right in front of the camera yep yep and that, that way whenever whenever you guys pan on us he does his little dance and everybody <laughs> gets a good laugh at home yep that was a uh, all in good fun well, yeah. I knew I knew my girls were watching the the live feed, and uh, so I was like, "Well, they're back, Colorado. I'm here in Oklahoma. You know, I better uh, I better give them something like, hey, look, there's Daddy. I mean, it's now it's it's fun now because you know they're like five and seven or whatever. But <laughs> yep. uh, that's a fun give, age. Give it a couple more years, and I do that, and they might run away from home. So <laughs> I got to do it while I can. Time will tell. <laughs> yep. So, uh, man, tell us. Tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Tell us uh, how you got into racing, how you get into off-roading, Ultra 4. Like, what was your – where'd you come from, man? So, uh, born and raised in Paola, Kansas, just outside of Kansas City. Uh, small town, but, you know, a good town. Love it here. Uh, and, and we've got a great uh, community here, off-road. Kind of grew up in it. You know, started with just in the creek with junk trucks back in the day and progressed. And then UTVs hit the scene and – the rock buggies back in the day and uh, just got a great group of friends we run with and uh, been a lot of fun. Uh, my buddy Wyatt Pemberton, uh, he, uh, he has the talent tank podcast and he uh, ra- ran uh, 
triple nickel racing. And that was back in the XRA days. And him and a couple of buddies started doing it. And I was just pit crew, uh, tagging along, having a lot of fun with it. And that was 07, 08. And I hadn't quite heard of King of the Hammers yet. And we were running our first season with that. Like I said, just pit crew, having a good time. Uh, we were definitely above our league, but having fun with it. And uh, I mean, that, that why, sounds like a couple of guys that I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's where most of us got to start. And uh, White gave me a holler one night, and he's like, hey, uh, we're going to King of the Hammers in California. I'm like, <coughs> California sounds cool. That's a long ways from home. Like, what's the scoop? And he kind of lays it all out. And uh, that's back when it was uh, invite only. So him and his wife, Tiffany, put together a package, and uh, we got accepted. Uh, Rob Bender Park kind of – he was ran around with us in uh, the XRA days, and he kind of – gave us a little nod said yeah these guys are legit you know let them in so we went out there and did that for a few years um again just pit crew having fun and and uh and then in 2012 they were looking for a they were going to do a first live show outside of pirate four by four um so they put out on uh on pirate looking for a pit reporter because they had the few main hosts already lined out but they needed extra help so Wyatt threw my name in the hat I wasn't much on the internet back then and uh and there was only you had to put together a stupid video and a buddy of mine travis 42 copperhead he uh, helped me put a video together and just kind of it was stupid but it worked but the funny part is only three of us <clears throat> actually put the video together so we all three won uh, so uh so we went there for the first year and did it and it was I'm not a public speaker. I, I honestly still get nervous behind the mic from time to time and uh, out of my elements, but uh, had fun with it. And then the next year I called Dave up, you know, about this time, actually around Thanksgiving and said, Hey man, I had fun last year. Can I come back? He's like, yeah, sure. No problem. Come on. So that happened the next two or three years probably. And then all of a sudden they called me and said, Hey, we want you back. I was like, cool. Yeah, this is great. And then just kind of, slowly worked my way up the ranks through that. And that was, like I said, 2012 is when it started. And then I did King of Hammers every year. And I'm going to say, I think it was 16 or 17. I got a phone call said, Hey, can you come to Oklahoma to one of our regional races? We want you to, 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 you know, be a, a host. I was like, yeah, that sounds great. But I actually have to work this weekend. Let me see what I can figure out. And by the time I got with my boss and called them back, they already had it squared away. So they said, you know, don't worry about it, but uh, we definitely want you to the next race. So I think that was the Stampede. I believe it was 18, maybe 17. I can't remember. But that was my first regional race, and it was awesome. And then kind of rolled with it from there uh, and then just slowly worked my way up the ranks. And now I'm, you know, sharing the stage with, you know, Cameron Steele, Ricky Johnson, mm -hmm. some some idols of mine. It's been a, been a wild ride. It's been pretty cool. Man, that's crazy because I would have – totally guess like ah you must be from some kind of multimedia background like you know yeah. somewhere and from that realm and you were just like just some guy going to the races like all of us are right? yeah a hundred percent started just as an average joe <clears throat> and honestly like i know you guys only know me from ultra four but i'm just a regular dude like i'm still just the the average joe that's i'm i'm one of ultra four's biggest fans still i like i love it and that's that's the best part about it. And it's kind of crazy. This is, I, I just went full time this year. Mm. Um, I worked for AAA doing roadside service for 14 years. Okay. And about this time last year, they came out and said, Hey, we're, we're getting rid of your whole division in Kansas city. Like we're closing down the fleet. So mm. I had a three month window of, you know, figure, figure shit out and get a, you know, so I was like, Oh man, that's pretty crazy. So I, you know, started looking for a job and I actually called Dave up and said, Hey, this is what's going on. Triple A's going under. Uh, I'm looking for a job. Do you know if any of our sponsors, you know, need a sales rep or something? That's kind of the idea I had. And he's like, sure. uh, no, don't worry about it. like you're coming to work for me. I'm like, Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I told him no. <laughs> so I was like, no, thanks. Like, I don't know what I want, uh, blah, blah. And then I, I kept looking for a job and I found plenty of jobs, but it was really hard to find a, to be the new employee to come in and say, Hey, I need a, uh, I need a month of vacation out the gate. You know, it's right. I just couldn't find that flexibility. 
so then I got back with Dave and explained the situation and we made it work. And that was, that was March of this year. And it's been rolling. since. <coughs> man, cool. that's kind of a crazy story, man. I mean, mm. that's like the, that's the ultra four story that we hear from like everybody. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, most everybody's, I mean, there's very few people that came into the sport and have been successful. I mean, I guess the one person is Vaughn Gittin Jr. I mean, he's a professional driver and he's, he's a badass. Right. Uh, but he's about the only one I can think of that's that's started as an athlete. I mean, look at Lauren Healy. He when he won the first year, I'd never heard his name. You know, that yeah. was I'm gonna guess tennis probably. And uh, and now he's a professional athlete, like good for him. But I mean, there's so many names. Uh, you guys just had a uh, uh bomb on. I mean, he's yep. been racing. I think this is his first season, if I'm not mistaken. And he's just an average Joe, and he's He's hooked, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's what's crazy, man. You just can't believe how many guys are like, I I went to Hammers one time, and uh, that was pretty much it. I mean, that's so- most of the stories start out <laughs> like that. And you guys are Colorado, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep. And yep. with Joe Gould and Josh yeah. Smith, if I did a little homework. Yep. Yep. yep, we help we help Josh out a little bit. Uh, we might be working on a top secret project with Josh right now. <laughs> um, well, is that with Corey Nasso? I saw a little internet looking. Uh, so that's Josh's like regular UTV deal. That's okay. His, uh, him and Corey are building uh, a brand new car for next year, and uh, we talked about it on the show. I'm not. Well, it's any, it's on it's on Facebook, so it's, yeah, it's I'm okay. not dropping any bombs here. But <laughs> Corey's actually going to co-drive uh, with okay. Josh at Hammers yeah. this year. Cool. Which, uh, we're really excited about for Josh because, man, that dude's fast. Uh, yeah, he's fast. Is this, is this his first full season with us? Um, first Maybe second, first full, but he's ran hammers. I think a, a three, few years. Yeah, three times, yeah, okay. four times. Um, so this is my first year, kind of really him being on the radar. Like I've, nope. I've remembered the name, but uh, that dude's fast. Like. Well, wow. this year, this year, man, I mean, he, we went, I went to hammers with uh, part of his group. He finished hammers in 2021 and, and he was stoked. That was all he needed to fuel that fire. Right. And then we go to Moab. That was your first race hopper. And at the end of the race, he's like on the podium and we're like, yeah, what, oh, what just happened? Like, what do we get to like go to some kind of special party? And he's like, <laughs> and with, with real drivers too. I mean, yeah. the, the, the UTV class is, race. Is, is legit. I mean, there's <laughs> And there's then, a uh, lot of fast names in there. Yeah. We we thought there was gonna be like some big deal, and he's like, "Well, I got my trophy. I guess it's time to go home." And we're like, <laughs> Man, "You're young. Like you should be more excited about this." <clears throat> and then we went to Montana, and he won the race. Oh, he, yep, he won which, that one, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he he left early, <laughs> and they they came around. We were still there. They came yeah. around and they said, "Hey, we're doing trophies for the UTVs. If you guys want to come watch." I went up there and I I uh, talked to the guys at Yellowstone Off Road. Oh, okay, you're the one that took the trophy. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, okay, hey, uh, yep. right. Josh asked that. me to uh, accept the trophy for him, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, no problem, man. You bet." And, uh, Jake Versey was looking at me like, "Who that? Who the hell is yeah. that? That's not Josh Smith." Yeah, yep. Josh was just dying. He's texting us like, "You guys buy a steak dinner with that money." <laughs> perfect i like his style he's he's a good kid uh, i'm pumped about him being with Corey at hammers Corey's really smart he built yeah, and he's the- he's been around a long time running around with shirley and them yep i'm sure you're seeing some of the same pictures i'm seeing there that car is going to be top notch uh josh's the problem with being fast and young and dumb you got to keep it together yeah, yeah. It, that car is that old car is beat yeah so oh, yeah yeah and then on so, you know, we're working with Josh Smith and then we got, uh, you know, we're part of Rocky Mountain Speed and Fab and we got that going. And, you know, our, our driver, Joe and co-driver Jeff, they're doing a good job kind of I do honestly doing better than I expected than they would, you know. Um, yeah. And our, our car is holding up great. And uh, it's I don't know. I'm having a blast. You know, I am not I, I don't necessarily like the, the racing part. I like the building and working on stuff. But uh just being able to hang out in the pits and work on stuff. And then here, I got to ask you, how, how do you do this? You like run from your little office and you run over to the pits with your microphone and you're talking to people and you're interviewing and you're like, you're talking normal. You've just been running. And I'm like, 
I walk up a flight of stairs and I'm like trying to hold it together so people don't think that I'm a winded hippopotamus <laughs> dying. Like, is do you just do cardio every single day? All day I, long? I, I wish I wish I did more. I'm I'm definitely not in shape, but I'm not gonna say I'm out of shape. But uh, I try to stay physical. I don't work out. I try to ride my bike every once in a while. I stay. <laughs> I just try to stay active. But well, I'll be honest. I just I fake it. Like I run. Well, and then I take a bunch of deep breaths and I talk <laughs> and then I take a bunch of deep breaths, you know, put the microphone down so you can't hear it. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> but I just, yeah, I just give it all a, and work and roll with it. You're doing a great job because I'm like, I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, oh my gosh, how does he do this? How does he hold it together after sprinting over here? So oh, well, I'm, I'm wore out the next day. I'll promise that. I bet. My thought was, <laughs> man, Miles is like getting in there with the mic and like talking to these drivers in the pits. And I'm like, we're totally cool with that. But, like, at some point, like, one of these teams or drivers has got to be probably, like, hey, get out of my way. Uh, like, so, uh, that, that leads into a great little <laughs> side story is uh, I've been doing this quite a while now, and I can read the driver and the pit crew as I'm just walking up. And, like, you know, like you guys, you know, you can tell everybody's having fun. You're good. I can talk to whoever. But I, I do a, a physical eye-to-eye check with the driver, and most of them know me. So, they can either give me the thumbs up and I'll be like, hey, you know, tip the mic at him like, Hey, you want to talk? And they, you, you can tell laser focus, leave them alone, talk, just walk around the car or whatever. But most everybody's pretty cool for at least a second. And then I, I physically watch like if they're about done pitting, I'm going to wrap my, my spiel up. Cause I don't want to cost anybody any time, yeah. but there's a few racers that they love their time. So they're like, Oh, they're <laughs> done, but let's keep chatting. <laughs> this last lap was awesome. You know, and they, they can tell their mom they're on, you know, on TV, you know, yeah, uh, but you know that, that's something I, I I'm really <laughs> thoughtful of is I don't want to cost anybody any time, and I can tell like sometimes they're laser laser focused, and I've sure. I haven't been cussed out, but I've been said, hey, get out of the way, you aren't hurting my feelings. Like yeah. I, I get it, like this is race, but I like I, I really think that's what Ultra Four's got going for them is is the in depth of the drivers and all that. Like we've got a cool thing going, and that's that's a big part of it. I feel. Yeah. yeah, you know, we're we're trying to be a big part of that UTV segment. <clears throat> Obviously, I mean, we all kind of meld together, right? We hang out with guys that don't race UTVs too, but yeah, it's incredible how fast someone will pull apart off a car for somebody. Uh, yeah, that, that, a competitor. Back, back to Ultra 4, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, anybody's there to help anybody in the pits, out on course. Uh, one of my favorite stories from last year was KOH in the stock class, Amber Turn. She was running that little uh, samurai. Yeah. And yeah. Tribe 16 was helping them pit, and she had a bent or broken rear leaf spring, and yep. they're scrambling. And they found somebody driving by with a samurai and said, hey, do you have any spare parts back at camp? Like, we need a leaf spring. He's like, well, just take this one. So they literally pulled that one. He was driving around in the pits, yanked it off, threw on the race car, and out they went. Like, it's, it's awesome. Everybody's, you know – Everybody's out to help everybody. It's, it's pretty cool. So have you ever had, like, uh, probably more at Hammers than the other races, but have you ever had one of those moments where, like, you, something happens and then, like, 10 minutes later you're like, holy crap, like, I can't believe I just talked to this guy or or whatever. Like, what was your uh, just, so, like, big moment? <clears throat> absolutely. Uh, every race there's that a little bit for sure. Um, but hammers is definitely the biggest because you know we've got all the desert guys coming in now and that's mm-hmm. pretty cool because I'm, I'm a race fan so yeah. you know I've, I've interviewed Robbie Gordon Rob McCachran and like I said shared the stage with Cameron Steele Ricky Johnson <laughs> like it's pretty cool how it all me- uh, mends together uh, let's see I want to say three or four years ago I was walking through so <laughs> I like walking through the pits BSing with everybody you know grab a beer with him t- look at the car what's new yada yada and I look over I'm like man, that dude looks familiar. I'm like, I, I can't. And all of a sudden I was like, that's Cheech Marin, like Cheech and Chong. Oh, so man. I went there BS with him for, oh, 10 minutes and, you know, got my selfie with him, obviously. <laughs> um, it's just, it, it's crazy. The the people that are there, uh, the people you meet. And and like I said, even the the big names, they're still real people. They're, most, most of them are down to chat with whoever and it's uh, it, it's cool. Well, that's what I always am constantly reminding myself, like, to us, or like, like oh, man, there's Shannon Campbell, yep. or, you know, there's Lauren Healy, and my dad, I tell him all these stories, and my dad's like, man, 
I don't know any of those people. Like, <laughs> you know, to us, like those guys are rock stars. And, Absolutely. It is a small knit world, but but there aren't very it's, many it's of big... them that look at themselves like that, right? Like we're all just kind of normal guys. Um, my story, like your Cheech Marin, was two years ago when we were at Hammers. We had a guy camped next to us in Hammertown, and I'm like, dude, it's just some the guy looks like some kind of hillbilly in a truck and an enclosed trailer, and he's camping in his enclosed trailer. Like, who is this guy? He's got no help. And I walk over there to talk to him one morning, and I'm like, oh, dude, this is Hubert from uh, <laughs> Nitro Circus. Everybody's favorite redneck. Yeah, yeah I've had like, a few dude, beers with him. He's a good dude. We're like, what are you doing here? And he's like, ah, uh, you know, some of the sponsors told me I they'd help me out if I wanted to race this race. And he's like, so I just drove out here and we're like, hmm. like by yourself. And he's like, yeah, man, and just a super cool dude. And you're like, yep, absolutely. Uh, he's got my favorite uh, fire suit of everybody. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now if somebody else wants to do that, then, you know, they're just copying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool for me. Cause um, I haven't been going to, you know, part of ultra four as long as like Zach or some of these other guys, um physically like going to the races and whatnot i've been following ultra four for many 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 years on youtube and a lot of these racers i've you know i friended them on instagram i that's all they are that have been to me is you know this person on instagram kind of has this like aura of of uh like you know godlike status even though they're just kind of probably another race team like we are now so for me it's been super badass getting out there and seeing these teams that you've been following i've been following for many years i'm like oh my gosh it's totally so and so i follow them and then you go up to them you're like i feel like little kid my voice goes up like 13 octaves and i'm like (laughs) hey and they're just like hey weird guy what's up so (laughs) you want a beer (laughs) that's really super cool for me is is like you know i feel like my moment is like every moment there and it's like i said this is i've only been to two yeah two races so far physically so uh three and, and, yeah and, three. and how and how cool is that like you guys you know been fans for ultra four for so long and uh you know i'm a small part of the the live feed but how badass it you know dave cole that dude's a a a mad scientist to bring it where he's been yeah to to bring the the behind the scenes is absolutely amazing and where they're where they brought it from where they're taking it to the vision of where it's going it's absolutely amazing because we're bringing a a legit tv show they are yeah. bringing a legit tv show from the middle of nowhere and and you guys at home can watch it anybody can watch it and that's how you build a fan base and make it real like it's 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 amazing what the hammer king production crew has done so here's another we're, we're kind of relating to that here's a question for you like how do you keep your cool? So a lot of this is like live feed stuff. And it's like, there's, there's really no room for error. You're trying to think on your feet. You're trying to deal with, you know, maybe a, a, a remote camera footage issue or a, a drone. You're trying to get everything. Like, how do you keep your cool? Like, I feel like I would be freaking out on. And on top of that, my, I have the attention span of a nap. My memory is like that big. And so I'm, I, if I was to try to announce something, I'd be like, Oh, there goes that guy in that car. Uh, what's his name? So, like, how do you do it? Do you eat lots of spinach to help you, like, brain function or something? <laughs> so, or I, uh, I do a lot of homework, and I build uh-huh. a lot of cheat sheets. Uh, oh, so, yeah. I'm not, like I said, again, techie. I'll build on the computer, but then I print it and have it in front of me. Yeah. Uh, so, I do a lot of that, and then I do a lot of Instagram, Facebook homework. Sure. And then there's a button where you can hit off and you can't hear anything I'm saying. And we're behind the scenes saying, shit, that camera. Oh, yo, yeah. But sure. and there's a lot of people behind the scenes that make it happen. Like again, I'm just the the voice. Yeah. Uh, but there we've got a huge team of all the camera guys, the IT, yeah. all that stuff. So there's a lot going on. Um, and and I still, like I said, I still get nervous before each race. Like when it's getting ready to go go time, I kind of kind of get my little zen, take a deep breath. And I'm, I'm nervous until it's five, four, three, two, one, take it away. Yeah. And then I just deep breath, go with it. And for some reason it works. I, I don't have an, an honest answer. Uh, I just roll with it. And that's kind of when I get into my zen and where I'm, I'm uncomfortable until we're live and then it's go. Uh, if I like- do pre-recorded stuff, 
I feel like I hiccup and I mumble and I whatever, but for some reason I pull it all together and, and don't get me wrong. I mess it up. I, I butcher names. I butcher wrong cars, all that. But again, 10, 12 hours at a time, you can't not say the same thing 37 times. So what I'm gathering from this is spreadsheets and lists are pretty important to the success uh, of this. Absolutely. If I didn't have my cheat sheets in front of me, yeah. I'd, uh, I do a lot by memory. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, you know, I do a lot on the fly and whatever. But, uh, you know, like Joe Gould, uh, his first race, he was double registered. Him and his co-driver both registered. And I'm trying yeah. to figure it out. <laughs> and I was, I was you know, whatever. But sure. so yeah. I'll have uh, the driver's name, team name, number, their hometown, what kind of vehicle they have their main sponsors. And I, you know, just do that from our website or sure. Facebook or Instagram. And, and I build a, a very simple cheat sheet and I've refined it because I've sometimes less is more. I've built an awesome cheat sheet of exactly what parts are on the car. Yeah. You can't say that smooth or all of it in one time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then just, you know, I, I'll <coughs> type it out and have a, a key, a few key things to talk about and just to spark my memory to say something else. And Pam, I mean, she's a great person to bounce uh, <clears throat> ideas off of. And, and then, and then the racers that do come in during the show, I love that, you know, it just yeah. gives me something fresh to think about or talk about. And, and just like right now, you know, we don't have a script. We're just yeah. rolling with it. And you say something makes me say something. And yeah. speaking of that, it is Gould, right? Joe Gould. Yes. Because yep. I know I said gold once time and somebody said something. I was like, which way is it? And then somebody said goulash. I'm like, I can think I can remember that. So, yeah, I was just I just tell people it's the guy ghoul that got gould. And that's how yep. that's how I remember. It. Well, he's get he's going to be jacked, man. This is going to be his favorite episode. He's going <laughs> to I'm going to post this up tonight and he's going to be texting me at 3 a.m. Oh, my God. Mom, <laughs> he's going to listen to it tonight. To huh? my name. Oh. <laughs> and I will mess it up again, I'm sure. But I, I, yeah. I do try to memorize lots of stuff well there's easy. some weird names out there i'm not oh, gonna oh yeah tell me about it. so what you're really saying is <clears throat> that profile that we build on ultra Four's website as a driver as a team like that's a big tool that you use uh absolutely i um, look up guys on there all the time and i'm like man when was the last time they updated oh, this or they write them, like they well, don't yeah, they write one yeah. thing, and I'm like, man, if this is what Miles uses, this is where we need to talk about what we want him to say, you know, or and, and where we're from. Perfect. I'm going to roll into this perfectly. Like, <laughs> if if you do go to your profile and update it, I'm not going to say I, I check it every race because I'll I'll go to my personal cheat sheet and just roll with that. So if you do update something on there, shoot me a message, shoot me a DM, a PM, or something, and just say, hey, I updated my stuff. Go check <laughs> it out, and then I'll go check it out and read fix my cheat sheet or whatever. Um, Man, we, we should just put the more information, the better. We should put something really crazy in there and just see if he <laughs> says it. <laughs> uh, I, I know some people do that and it does make me laugh. And then sometimes I'm like, well, they put it in there. So I'm rolling with it. <laughs> yeah. Is this guy serious? <laughs> <laughs> so not to bounce around, but kind of, you know, we've <clears> talked <throat> about like, you know, kind of some current event things, but, you know, talking about, miles and talking about you know your start and all that what you know going back way back uh what was your probably your first your most memorable first off-road rig tell us about that like what you know i'm sure it was probably nothing that crazy maybe it was i mean my first rig wasn't that crazy but tell us about like your first kind of your first dipping your toes into off-roading and your first rig um, so I had a, a three-wheeler and a four-wheeler back in the day, nothing exciting, whatever. But my first rig was a 1978 Chevrolet uh, three-quarter ton pickup, and mm. uh, I call it the old Red Rocket. And it was a <laughs> really nice farm truck when I got it. Yeah. And then I pinballed off enough trees, got rid of the bed, did a, you know, a, a roll cage out back, and eventually blew up the three-quarter tons too many times, put one tons under it, and it was just mm. a – it's still Lee sprung and all that, but it was, sure. it was just a fun old beater truck. And like I said, it started out as a nice farm truck and ended up as a, yeah. Well, when, when you said that, you know, like Chevy square body, I'm like, yep, right there. That's Midwest for you. Kansas, Nebraska, yeah. old oh, farmers. You had me at, 
Red Rocket and Three Wheeler, <laughs> and I already know you're from Kansas, so I feel like we probably know each other, man. I mean, we're all rednecks at heart. If we, if you're if you're an Ultra Four, you're somewhat of a redneck. I don't care what and you say. Honestly, if you're if you're in Payola, you're a, you're about in between where Hopper's from and where I'm from. Yeah, he's from Nebraska. I'm from Central Kansas, and it's yep, yep. You know, so I'm the bad part of Kansas, huh? Uh, well, I would say that I'm in the real <laughs> Kansas. You're close to that, like fake kansas but hey, i'm almost missouri where it gets cool but that's well, central kansas it's it gets long out there i don't mean to offend any of my missouri friends or family <laughs> but if, if you can read you're probably not from missouri so <laughs> yeah yeah I, I get that now i say that because i'm a jayhawk fan but yeah. th- that's that's totally outside of this world um you know that's what i have found really interesting uh because i kind of know Corey uh nasso that we were yep, talking yep. about he's friends with levi shirley yep yep well i'm pretty good so levi uh, we we raced together in xra so we've been friends with the shirley's <clears throat> before i knew uh king of the hammers was a thing and the, the shirley's they're a good group of guys so what's funny is is levi's from dodge city kansas yep. uh, my wife is from a little town called mead kansas it's about 20 minutes from Dodge City. She was born in Dodge. Her her dad ran around in Dodge back in the day. And when I started saying these names, uh, my father-in-law, Danny, is like, Shirley, Shirley, I know that name. I I think I bought some trailers from that guy. Yeah, absolutely. Levi's family. And it's just a small world, Mm -hmm. you know. Did you ever do the the Peckerhead run? I I have not. That's from, Mm -hmm. uh, what is it, Garden City to Dodge City through the 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 river. river. Yeah, I did that with Shirley's one year and that was a ball. I have heard of that. My uh, father-in-law spent his first 65 years of his life living out there in Western Kansas. And the stories he has about running the river and his, you know, late 60s, early 70s, Honda, single cylinder, little bikes. I mean, he was telling me the other day uh, I had a Honda CL 305. That's that's an old, like late 60s, early 70s Honda dual sport. He's like, I was like, man, you know, it's, it's, it's cool, but it's not what I thought it was going to be. And he was like, I rode one of those from Dodge city to California and back. Ooh, ooh, that's, a, that's a long haul. And I'm like, well, yeah, you're <laughs> way more of a man than I'll ever be. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. man. But yeah, those guys out there, like that's a totally different world. And yeah. I was beating Levi and Brian <laughs> in that race until I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cool. Well, well, I don't know, man. What else you got? Uh, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen this year in Ultra Four? I mean, you know, it's it's hard to really say. I know right now in our world, everybody is working harder now than they do during a regular season. Yeah, the the off season right mm. now is the the KOH prep is is out of yeah. control. I'm <clears throat> I'll, I'll be honest, I'm not jealous of those guys and gals in the shop just night and day, every dollar, every extra second. <laughs> you know, so, uh, working on, in the garage. It's, it's a lot of work. So do you know any like uh top secret, like uh news bombs that are going to happen this uh, year? Are we going to see anything crazy? Are, are we going to get the EV class started this year? You think? So, so technically the EV class started last year with, yeah, the, that's uh, right. Yeah. With Boston Kyle. So <clears> it's <throat> out there. Um, I don't think EV is going to blow up this year. I think it'll get started. Um, if you watch the driver summit, Dave's really, really excited about it. And, I, and I've got mixed feelings about it. Uh, I am excited about the future. Don't get me wrong, but there's just something <clears throat> after listening to Dave, I feel a lot better about it, mm-hmm. but it's just something about, I love horsepower, the, mm-hmm. the smell of race fuel, the sound of the motor. And it's just going to be odd with the same power really and not much sound it's going to be interesting but it is the wave of the future and just like everything else you have to grow with the times. so it's going to be interesting out see how it goes uh like i said i do think we're years off before it really takes off but i think this year it's it's going to be the start of it for sure so he and as far as bombs i really don't think this year there's going to be any holy cow um but you never know and i i i I, we have our weekly meetings and I don't recall too much of, of the bombs you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, no, no new, no new Ford Broncos, you know, that was, yeah, yeah. That was last year. Last that was year. Awesome. <clears throat> you know, in the UTV world, we just had Polaris just came out with the, the 
uh, Pro R, which yeah, I don't, that, I don't that think two, we, that two liter, which is yeah, cool, but we can't it's not going to fit that. our rules per se. Yep, so. Absolutely. Um, you know, just to go back to the EV class, like you said at the driver summit, I was there and, and listened to Dave's speech and, and I was like, man, I'm buying what you're selling, man. He, he totally, yeah, he, I wasn't that I was anti EV, but, but he convinced me. And so that's kind of what I think know, we're in similar shoes and really, yeah. I mean, and, and like I said, that's what I do for a living now. And I was still like, ah, and then that guy, he, he's like yeah. I said, mad scientist, what I call him. So we, that's what we're kind of maybe collabing with Josh Smith a little bit on is, is we want to maybe dabble into that EV class as a, you know, Josh has got his. Oh yeah. Over. He, he <laughs> gave you guys a, a, a package, right? Well, we, you, you said it, man. We just wanted to confirm. I that. heard it. I, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm just saying what I heard. Josh yeah. is going to run his main program and this is just going to be like kind of a little side gig fun thing. Cause uh, when we talked to Josh about it, he was just like, well, even after the, the Dave Cole episode, he was like texting me like, Oh my gosh, you heard it. You mm-hmm. heard it. And we were like, you know, this could, this could be, I agree. This could be a year out. This could be a slow process, but man, it's a, it could be an opportunity. It could be uh, the beginning of something. And, and we were all about that. We want to, and I, and I, like I said, I mean, with this California as being as where as it is, I, I think it's the way of the future. I think it's get with the times or get out. And, yeah. and I think we'll still be able to, you know, burn gas and do, you know, all that stuff for quite a while, but forever. I, I don't know that answer. I mean, it's the world's yeah. weird right now, obviously. Well, and, and the thing is, you know, like <laughs> I, I, I consider myself uh, a gearhead. I, I love, you know, I've said this before. I love smoky diesels. Well, not sick, not re- overly smoky diesels because whenever I see an overfueled diesel rolling coal, all I can think of is, Oh, he's, freaking melting wasting fuel melting his pistons so when he goes to sell it on the used market i'm gonna have to buy a clapped out rig you know but uh um i love i love the the electric side of things just as much as i love the the internal combustion side of things like it's got its place it for me personally it'll never replace internal combustion but it will be there right next to it it's got its place it's awesome like i used to back in the day dabble in rc stuff and i had a little nitro traxxas machine and it was awesome but you were always fiddling with it and like tuning always and then one day i was like i'll try one of these brushless like battery powered ones and i'm like you can just go have fun there's no tuning you just run around and then you're like wait this is kind of boring i, I feel like tuning something so i feel like there's a you know it's 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 a both, not either or. It's a both. I 100 agree with that, and I do think battery technology is is going to be the new the next few years of yes. when somebody can really figure that out. That's going to be and it's evolving every day. Just look at your cell phone. I mean, they they last longer and longer. Yeah, and I think that's that that's the way of the future there. And like like you just said with the remote control cars, like there is something about instant all of your power all at once with the yeah. electric motors. I mean, mm-hmm. it's for rock crawling. It's, I think it's amazing for hauling ass in the desert and all that they'll figure it out. It's going to yeah. be interesting. Progression, man. Yep. If there's one thing I know about sports and, and competition, it's progression, right? Yep. And I mean, competition will, yep. will drive that. Absolutely. Yep. Definitely. Well, we don't want to keep you too long tonight, but I do have one more question. I think it's a pretty important question. And um, that is what is, so you're out, you know, you're out of the races, whether it be hammers or, or nationals or whatever, like what is your favorite camping, racing, whatever meal? Like what is something you look forward to? You're like, Oh heck yes. This is what I'm, this is what I'm all about. I've, I've been, slang in the mic all day i'm ready i'm ready to have some grub like what's something that you're like this is awesome and this defines uh camping meals for me um 12 ounce cans are probably my first thing after a race <laughs> i mean that's the uh, an ice cold beer is probably it but uh i do love just bounce around to the camps and after the races before after qualifying whatever that's how i do my homework is bounce camp to camp and, and bs grab a beer and and everybody's always su- super nice so you know they're always offering food but i guess my go-to food is probably tacos you can't go wrong yeah with yeah like zach zach's big into hobo dinners like that's his signature like you know me i like i like anything off the smoker and then 
tacos. Oh my gosh. Now I'm getting hungry. I, I, had, <laughs> I had dinner already, but man, I go for third dinner for, now. For, fourth meal, right? Yes. Well, I'll tell you what, when you're at hammers, you got to come by our camp. We got a, a heck of a chef. Uh, he's, he's Josh Smith's fuel guy, Jaden. This dude makes chicken fried rice. Oh, on the, like on, the, on, on the, the camp, griddle. camp griddle. And uh, like at Oklahoma, we had so much, he was just like, just feeding everybody. I Throwing it, like yeah. it goes a long food. ways. This, that, that's some good stuff. <laughs> but that's like our thing. Like, is Jaden coming? Jaden needs to be there. We need that chicken fried rice, man. Yeah. He's, he's the fuel th- guy and the fuel guy, right? That's yes. right. He <laughs> does a heck of a job, but he like, man, he earned his spot like in our hearts when he started bringing us like fried rice for dinner and we were like i mean i mean wearing the shiny the shiny tinfoil apron and and slang and fuel is important but really when it comes to the end of the day it's it's the food oh yeah (laughs) gotta keep everybody running yeah well anyway well thanks for being on man we we appreciate it you know i i we feel like uh you know, we've had you on here. We've had Dave. We've had a couple of really cool uh, big points drivers. We've had some of our friends. Like, we're still kind of rolling on this show. But people are like, man, how are you get like, how do you get people to be on your show? And I'm like, I, I, I literally just message people. Yep. And yep like, yeah. Everybody just messages me back. Right. Um, except I mean, for like play. I said, we're all people. Like, it's all yeah. great. And Polaris and, is the and only I love the sport. one. Yeah. We, we got an email back from Polaris. We wanted to have somebody on to talk to us about the new pro R and they were like, yeah, that sounds great. And then Polaris ghosted us, uh, but well, that's all right. You know, you say, you say we're all people, but I feel like there's robots amongst us. So maybe there was a robot running that Polaris email. We just <laughs> send another one out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, keep trying. Worst, yeah. worst case, I keep saying no, or don't say anything. <laughs> well, we really appreciate you hitting hitting us back and coming on, man. I know it's kind of a late evening, but we all got our kids in bed, so yep, it kind of yep. worked out. And and we oh, and that's one thing I should like, say is yeah, I I meant to say this earlier. I've got two daughters, Jade and Ella. Uh, they're uh, six and nine. I heard you guys saying similar age. Yeah, a lot yep. of fun. My wife <laughs> Bailey's super supportive. I've got a great home base, that, and and that really helps everything from going to the races, from being able to stay home and help with all that, and and a, a strong family base helps everything. You know, helps the world go around. Yeah, we're we're right there with you. You know, our yeah. When you when you invited me on, you said I said you know uh, not between six and eight because I didn't say it, but you know that's dinner, bath, and bed. You know, I, yep. I kind of yep. like helping that. And yeah. when you said, oh, how about yeah. after eight because we want to get our kids in bed, I'm like my kind of people. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's this is our first year going to lots of races and, and our wives were all really supportive. I mean, we built a we built a really kick ass car in 45 days in the spring in the middle of covid and our wives were letting us go to the shop every night. They, they kind of know this is our release. Um, this is kind of the cool thing for us. Uh, we said this year, no wives, no kids. Right. We got to go to the races and we got to learn how this works. We need some experience. Well, our wives are going to be at uh, King of the Hammers this year. All, all four of mm-hmm. our Rocky Mountain Speed and Fab wives are going to come for three days. They're going to fly in. They're going to fly out. They're going to be there for the race. And I'm like, I'm stoked. I'm pumped to have my wife. You know, I think that she she knows that we're working, but she thinks that we're like just playing and camping <laughs> in the woods. I, I 100% understand. <laughs> and when we were, when we were in Oklahoma and they kept putting our pit on the screen, cause we were in pit number one, she's texting me like working, huh? Looks like you're <laughs> sitting on a pile of spare tires to me. What, yeah. Which she's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're really excited to get our families more involved. Um, <clears throat> Hopper's the dad of two girls. Jeff, our co-driver's got three girls. Uh, Joe's got a daughter. Like I'm the I'm the outcast because yeah, he's the weird guy with the boy. I've, like, I've got a boy, and who has <laughs> who has little boys? Little boys are savages. I couldn't handle it. I'm used to my my little princesses. Yeah, they're a little bit of a tom little tomboyish, but man, they're they're awesome. And then I come over to like Zach's house, and his little boy is like flying through the rafters. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't handle the savagery. Uh, absolutely 110 percent. yeah i wanted a boy so bad and then i had two girls and i'm so i'm so stoked to have girls uh, <laughs> I, love, I love my girls they i have a bad day at work or something i come home and the uh, first hug and, makes it all better yep yep and and absolutely. none of us would be out here if they uh if they wouldn't 
you know, be totally cool with it. We all get to do this because they, uh, they all support that whether they know it or like it or not, but that family's a big part of it for a lot of us. So, yeah. Well, thanks again, man, for coming on. You know, we really appreciate it. We definitely want to hang out with you uh, when we get the hammers. We're, we're going to be there the whole time this year. That's our plan. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hit me up. I'm obviously super busy that week and I'm all over the board. So if I don't catch up, I apologize, but I would love to swing by for a beer and maybe some fried rice. Well, we'll find you, man. We're going to, we're going to come by that TV booth and be like, Hey, uh, Miles just told us, you know, poke our heads in here. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially in the pits. That's, that's my favorite. Yeah. And that's what, that's what Hopper and I love. So we'll, we'll definitely see you there, man. And, uh, yeah, have a good off season and and get ready for next year, man. I, I hope next year is going to be big, big for us and big for everybody. Yeah. So, I, I think it's it's good things to come for sure. Yeah, awesome. All man. right, well, thank you, man. It was great yep. chatting with you. Yeah, likewise. Well, that was pretty cool. That was uh, one of the funnest podcasts we've done so far. I think we uh, hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving break. We've got some great guests coming up in the next few weeks, and uh, so stay tuned. Thanks for listening, guys. You've been listening to The Pit Guys. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms. We'll see you at the races.